I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When does it come back round? <laughs> yeah. Got some bad news about that, mate. Oh. <laughs> when I come around. Give us a Green Day song that's not one of the obvious two. This is a warning. But you, you, you say the obvious two. You speak to me, I mean, neither of those are the obvious two. Yeah, but, but American... we're all of a similar age. Okay. What do you mean America? It's short basket case. And... That girl bed and close my eyes. Take me away to paradise. Oh, Longview. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's is a that good about wanking? Yeah, I think so. They all uh, are. They, they all, all are. are. They're yeah. silly little boys, yeah. aren't they, Andy? Um, Warning's my favourite one of these. What's that one? That's basket case. The one of the... Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Just say it, um, Andy. Anyway, for, uh, the risk of this becoming my catchphrase, <laughs> can we start the show? No. Let's go. Okay. New, uh, Finn, Let we, me know when we can. Uh, I got arrested on the way to a Green Day gig once. No, not now. No, we've got to start the show. <laughs> on the show. <laughs> on the show. We've got to start the Do show. it on the show. No, I'll bring it up no, on the show. No, no, if you're a no, fan no. of Green Day, <laughs> uh, we're starting at 2.45. In. Here we go. All veils and misty, everyone. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Alaska's win for the Dutch and the Scots bounce back. It's Thursday 9th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Luke Moore. Hello, everybody. Good to have you with us. It's a thrilling Thursday. Luke Moore, Andy Brassel, and me, Marcus Speller. Just before we started to record, Andy suddenly went, I got arrested on the way to a Green Day concert. So we'll get to the football in a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andy, this is an absolute nightmare for a couple of days, isn't it? Because you, you left your iPad at the hotel as well. Yeah, yeah. you're not having a good time. Although I assume this Green Day gig wasn't in the last few months. No, it Andy, wasn't, no. do we have the time? Yes, we do. Yeah. It, it was mistaken identity. Oh, <laughs> oh of course. I was, it was. A, I was arrested on suspicion of street robbery. All oh, right. Wow. I think if you listed all the all the people in the Ramble universe who mm. would, on on air who would get who would get arrested, yeah. obviously Jules Top. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably Pete, and then Vish probably, and then you're yeah. probably right well, at the Let bottom. the listeners decide. Yeah, we should do actually. No, I, I think you're right. I think, I mean, I think if I was going right. to be arrested, it would be for some corporate crime, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, white collar. Yeah, mm. white collar. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Is it, so what you're saying is we should check, check uh, Sean Derry's uh, criminal record. <laughs> I mean, it was poor old Sean. He's done nothing here. Well, was, I don't know. It was quite frustrating. If Andy's getting done by mistaken identity, then Sean I is. Could, I could hear the description of the suspect being like radioed through to, like, the, to, very, to the police. Very, very handsome man. A very, very unsexy man. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it, it, anyway, it was clearly it was clearly not me. All right. So any anyway, after right, Shaggy, after <laughs> moaning to them a bit and it being established that it wasn't me. I got a lift to the Astoria, so it all turned out okay. There we are. And Green Day didn't miss a beat, I'm no, sure. Exactly. So, but the London Astoria is yeah. no longer with us, of course. No, it's, it's, no. it's not. The real casualty of that story. Um, yeah. Right, everybody, uh, let's move on to the football after all that bollocks. Uh, Wales won, the Netherlands two. Oh, it was late heartbreak for Wales. They equalised, of course, in the 92nd minute, but Valt Vekorst yeah. in the 94th. Uh, Louis van Gaal, apparently he gave him... I, I could, because you can't watch any of these games, of course. Nah, um, why would you want to watch them? No. Nah. Why would, in the, world, the current world of football we're in, yeah. why would there be games on telly? <laughs> I think what really what, what Wout Weghorst should be doing in his particular situation yeah. is Scoring handing out like free seven-day codes to every <laughs> agent and club out there. Never has a winning goal screamed so much, come get me. Yeah, please come get me. It's a great well, header. Great it was a header. brilliant header. It was a great header. Louis van Gaal. He was having him, a moan up, wasn't he? he? Well, he gave himself a pat on the back. Yeah. Because he said he resisted the temptation to put Memphis to pie on and kept uh, V-Course on. Right. So one in the eye for you, Andy, because you love the pie. 100% one in the eye for Andy. And, uh, <laughs> and one out of the eye for Louis van Gaal. Disappointed for Wales because unquestionably that game last night was probably the biggest game in their history. Yeah, in the last few years, you'd say. <laughs> Since the Euros, yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair to Wales, I, I thought to, I did actually get around to watching as much of the game as I could. I mean, it was it was basically don't, like... Don't tell us how, but yeah. No, I won't. But it was basically like, you know, Jennifer Connolly in the labyrinth, just trying to, just trying to get to the castle. I'm just trying to get to watch a football game. Great reference. In, in 2022. Um, uh, but <laughs> Is I that would... what happens if you try and sign up for Premier Sports? The, <laughs> the guy, yeah. the, David Bowie's character. The Goblin King comes, just... <laughs> steals away your laptop. Uh, you got to get it back. signed up for a one-month deal, did you? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd gone for a rolling week contract, you'd gone straight yeah. to the match. Yeah. <laughs> All these little um, set blatters <laughs> pop up. Stop following you around. Um, but anyway, I was I was quite impressed by Wales, given, you know, and I know this is a kind of old trope that, that broadcasters throw out there, but mm. clearly there's going to be a bit of inertia after what happened in the previous game. Mm. And, you know, uh, and leaving everyone on the bench. They've made a lot of changes. Yes, the commentator yeah. uttered the famous phrase after the Lord Mayor's show about yeah. 50 times, but they stuck in there. Of course, it didn't quite work out for them. That was a real kind of elevated high, followed by like a basement low, mm. partly due to their own making. But, I mean, they're not going to give a shit. Let's be honest, they're not going to give a shit about this. No, I don't think but so. But it was good for them to fight back and try and get something out of it. It is, and it's, it's a shame for them, obviously, because getting a 90-second minute uh, equaliser... Which is another know, good header, by the way. It rose like a salmon. Norrington yeah, Davis, it's magnificent. Yeah. Great yeah. header. But, I mean, Andy, this is the point of um, the Nations League, is four teams to play better or equally matched teams. And for Wales, of course, being promoted to the top tier, um, it's 
a good test. And I know, obviously, yes, they've got the World Cup and they probably came from Gareth Bale's bar straight to the match. You know, they've yes. been there, there for days. Um, but looking at the, the bigger picture, of course, when they go to Qatar, they will have ambitions to play, uh, you know, to, to qualify from the group. They'll look at the group and think Iran, USA and England. Well, they'll think, well, I'll tell you what, lads, we've got a chance of going Fantastic. through yeah, there. They will, sure. They absolutely will. Um, and But if you're going to go to the knockouts and so on, you are going to play against equally or better sides. That goes for everybody because I don't think there is a standout team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you mean? No, there's um, not. So, so this, this is kind of it's a it's a good test. Yeah, it is, and it's good for all the squad to be tested mm. as as well. I mean, you talked about it earlier in the week, and you're absolutely right, Marcus. Like the the World Cup has screwed the Nations League because yeah. in in terms of it's it being a competition mm-hmm. that people take seriously in terms of winning it, mm. it is it has been completely shafted by the chronology by the timetable, but. On the other hand, what we're seeing is teams doing their 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 run up to the mm. to the World Cup. Of course, it's by far the least important thing about the the many issues surrounding the World Cup. We must underline that of again, course, and we course. must not stop underlining that. But um, in in terms of what's happening at the moment, you look at the amount of changes last night. It's it's just inevitable mm. in all the yeah. games, well, not just seven, in this game. He made seven changes yeah. from the side that faced Ukraine, of course, which is which is understandable. I mean, it is Wales's first. Home defeat since the end of 2018. They're very, very good at home. Impressive yeah. run. And that. when you think that Rob Page is still officially caretaker, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's done amazing there. It, it must why be the it? longest caretaker spell that, why is that? anyone has is, ever had him. Is Giggsy coming back? Well, we don't, we, well, there's a reason why he's caretaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus, but you've alluded to there. Indeed. Not alluded to, actually, probably just smashed through the greenhouse. <laughs> smashed through the conversational greenhouse <laughs> and just stood around in your pants going, what? Yeah. Um, one thing that Rob Page would be unhappy with, though, I think, is the manner of the second goal. Yeah. The, the time on the clock, mm. the the way the, the the well, eventually it was the goal, the build up. Mm. You got to bring them down. You got to. Fa- they, they had two jobs to do. They got yeah. a foul. Uh, forget which player it was. De Jong, De Jong from midfield yeah. brought the ball forward. You got to foul him, and you've got to defend the set piece. And then you're done. You're home with the draw, and you're home the host. Which is a good result, of course, especially yeah. when you're so one it's really down disappointing. With, I mean, it, minutes it, to go. Bale said that, didn't he? He said maybe we need to learn the dark arts of taking him down. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it did underline what we're saying about De Jong and how he's got this reputation from his Ajax heyday as a a sort of deeper midfielder, but can actually progress the ball pretty well. Because playing in, we were saying on OTC last week, mm-hmm. uh, playing in a couple of not great Barcelona teams has actually made him develop his mm-hmm. his, his game more, which could be good news for Manchester United. Well, <laughs> Nothing is good news for Manchester United. I mean, it, I'll tell you theoretically, that. it's yeah. good news for Manchester United until he falls into the old Trafford talent vortex. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's yeah. good or news for The Man- Aaron Wan-Bissaka zone, as we call it. Absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was going to say good news for Manchester United, bad news for whoever goes there. But Dion... <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting one with Dion because I remember the first time that I'd seen him really kind of dominate a game when England played Netherlands in the UEFA Nations League in the semi-final. Gimmerish. In, in Gimmerish, yeah. absolutely. And, uh, you know, we knew this lad. I mean, he's obviously an excellent player. And you said he's obviously developed parts of his game yeah. um, because if he's been a poor Barcelona side. He's, what is he, 25 now? Yeah. He's, he's De Jong. And I thought, bloody hell, to me, he was still like 21 or something, yeah. you know. Mm. I, what do you think then? Because here he is being <laughs> linked with Manchester United, mm. which, you know... Is not as flattering as it used to be. If it were me, I'll be on the phone to my agent. I don't even want the link. I don't even want the link. It's disrespectful to have the link, and that tells you how far United are falling. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, but you I'd know, rather be linked with Arsenal. Exactly. But he goes to Barcelona at a much better time, of course. But it doesn't quite work out like that. I was thinking, as I'm sure a lot of people thought, this lad is going to be 
a sort of a Xavi or something like that, like dominate, yeah. be one of those talks about. He's not quite in that in that bracket, is he? No, because Do you think he still can be. But well, he's been asked to play so many different roles, and like I said, I actually think that that helps him because mm. he he basically um, has learned to. We knew he could sit in front of the back four. Mm. We knew he could do the six, but now he's almost played at number 10 at some point for Barcelona. You know, he's been so far forward. He's bombed into the box and, mm. and scored goals. There are so many different elements to his game. So it's kind of, he would have been the perfect Barcelona player in one of the great Barcelona teams. Right, okay. But it's, it's not been that. So he's had to learn to do loads of different things. And I think that makes him easier to adapt for him when he arrives somewhere else, presumably the Premier League, how because come, no one else has got the money that Barcelona are asking for. How come Pep's not gone for him then? I don't think they need him. Look okay. at their midfield. Well, he has been valued at 112 million, so you know he's, he's, he's obviously his talent hasn't waned in terms. Yeah, of not, not, not even Barcelona are asking that for uh, him. Uh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. They're home bargains these days, indeed. Well, we shall see um, if he can uh, propel the, the Dutch at the World Cup um, because they're an interesting side. You know, obviously at the Euros. They produced some good moments and then they were, I suppose, found out might be a bit harsh, but their, their shortcomings became... No, I don't, I don't think that's harsh okay, at all. Okay, okay. You know, they're, they're, they're still... I, I mean, the Ronald Koeman thing, uh, yeah. I mean, basically, it's all Barcelona's fault, is is, is what this section is about. Yeah. is what any section on football is about, I suppose. <laughs> I, I think you look at the moment that, that he left, the, the fact that the Euros got pushed back a year... Mm. And he was ill, obviously, and you know he had this opportunity to get Barcelona the job that he'd always wanted. The whole Frank de Boer thing has just like splayed them mm. off course, and I, I think Louis Van Gaal coming back and taking over—he's actually done an incredible job. I know, like people like to talk about his his personality, and particularly on here, we like to talk about his his personality and his way of expressing himself. But I think picking them up mm-hmm. from where they were left under De Boer and the fact that, you know, there was this huge like internal debate about in, in Holland about w- what Dutch football should be about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we shouldn't be playing this kind of football. It's, it's always a philo- yeah, philosophical yeah, yeah. debate there. Van Howe to get them back in a reasonable position and get them back on course. He's, he's done a really good job. Well, when he was asked uh, about the, um, the, the amount of football that they've got to play over the summer in the UEFA Nations League, Van Hal said, an organisation called UEFA is letting us play four games in 11 days. Yeah, try watching them. Yeah. <laughs> we, try, try, try. We've got to take him at his word, haven't we? I would do a two-week Louis Van Hal training camp and still put in less effort than it took me to find the fucking <laughs> Netherlands game last night. It was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, dear. Well, um, by the way, speaking of uh, big transfers and Spanish clubs and all the rest of it, what do you think of uh, Getafe's president uh, saying yesterday that Gareth Bale's agent has offered him over uh, to the the club and he did it over the phone as well? I like the fact that um, essentially the thinking behind that seems to have been getting up Google Maps and finding out which is the closest club to his house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, all right. When I was when I was on TalkSport, Jonathan Barnett used to ring it all the time. Yeah, he's yeah. friends with Jim White. And uh, used to say outrageous stuff about Gareth Bale all the time. It's mm. crazy. So I'm not surprised to hear it. It's yeah. funny because it, he said that he didn't even have the number of Anahel Torres, the Hitafe right. president, didn't he? Right. And it made me think of, like, maybe Bale's going any, there anywhere and he's just cutting him out. Maybe it's time, that like that time, that the Verve split up and then they told the guitarist they were splitting up and then all the rest of them, apart from the guitarist, got 
got back Could together. Could do that. Naughty. He's gonna he's gonna be captain of Wales. Whatever mm. happens, he might. He's better off just going to a, a perhaps even like a Cardiff or something like that. If he if he doesn't. I honestly thought you were gonna say something like fitness retreat or something no. or whatever. <laughs> just keep the fitness up and then. I'm sure that okay, yoga that's in another, Morocco. That's, a, that's another. Now we're talking. That's another term for Cardiff, no? <laughs> fitness retreat. <laughs> Maybe. Did yeah. you Did you see Hetafe's tweet? Well, yes, I did, yeah. very cheeky. I yeah. enjoyed that. But Hetafe, Hetafe, Hetafe in that order. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Uh, well, of course, Wales play Belgium on Saturday, who beat Poland 6-1. Some amazing goals in that game, by it, the way. There really was. See, yeah. Leandro Trossard's goal. Oh, beauty. So good. Good the to see him in there. The commentator did suggest, like, asked, did he mean it? Because I suppose the way he hit it, but I thought, I'm going to give him the benefit of the yeah. doubt. That, that was Lorenzo Insigne, but with a little bit more swaz. Did, old, swaz. did old Dem yeah. Donks mean him? Mean, mean his That was a great hit yeah. as well. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you see, and you see, you see, you know when you watch a game and say you just watch the highlights and then yeah. they, they put up the team at the start? Yes. Mm. And you, you look at Belgium and you go, oh, the old razzle-dazzlers. Yeah. It's great. It's great it to is. see. Yeah, you even of... though a lot of them aren't even that old. Yeah, I know. And then you see Trossard in him and you think, that's great. It's great to see him. Oh, I saw the team line and I thought, oh, Outside bet, yeah, cheeky one. <laughs> I think the thing is, you see the team lineup, and you're like, Mishi Batswai still belongs to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I think, I think any side with Kevin De Bruyne has always got half a chance. L- a little word to our, to you, and to all our listeners. Yes, just from me, just a little bit of insight from me. Go yeah, you get it for free. Yep. Um, I think it's worth thinking about Belgium as being dark horses for this World <laughs> Shut Cup. Up. <laughs> Shut up. I think I think what you think their potential is going to... Uh, anyway. Gold uh, generation, I've heard. Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Scotland beat Armenia 2-0. Back on the wagon. Yeah. Back on the wagon. Can I, can I just jump in straight away? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And say so for Anthony, I think it was for Anthony Ralston's goal. Yeah. I think it was his first goal for, for Scotland. It was a header at the back post, mm. that goal. Did you see the Armenian keeper? Yeah, he didn't do He much. was standing in the net. Mm. The ball yeah. came over and he's following the ball, completely lost where he is. And when the header comes in, yeah. even if he could have saved it, it yes. would have still been a goal because he was standing in the goal net like a fucking tuna. He, you, was, you, like you know, a, he was like a suicidal fish, Andy. Like, <laughs> tuna, me, you know whose fault that, that is? <laughs> Jordan Pickford. His nickname should but be the tuna. That, it's, it's the fault of Jordan Pickford. Marcus is for that, when you said that. For that save of the season... Oh, from inside Chelsea, the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've spoken to a few goalkeepers about that yeah. and they're all apoplectic. Well, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't even be in that position. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like so contrary to goalkeeping technique. Yeah, and yeah. I would say to them, no, I, I hear you, but he saved it, didn't he? So shut your face. Exactly. Move on. Exactly. Next. That's that, you know, I always think football is lacking goalkeeping analysis. I take it all back, Marcus. <laughs> well, I don't know. Let's take the chat to South America and yeah. see what some of their goalkeepers would say, Andy. Yeah. All Eurocentric Brazil oh, over there. Is he, is, he, is he goalkeeper for Peru or is it Uruguay? <laughs> <laughs> I had naughty. Little callback. Little yeah. callback there. Yeah. yeah, I think that was edited out. But, oh, shame. <laughs> shame. But anyway, um, yes, uh, McKenna scored the second one, uh, of course. I mean, look, Scotland obviously be disappointed about what happened, uh, of course, against Ukraine in, in the playoffs. The atmosphere seemed really flat in um, in uh, Hamden Park last night. I think that's going to happen because of what happened in the World Cup. Yeah, but totally. When yeah. you've got a when you've got a real chance to 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 make it to a World Cup for the first time in a while. Even if it's not, even if it was you've been there the previous one, it's disappointing when you don't qualify for a World Cup in yeah. in, in such a manner. You know? Yeah, and I think that I think the reaction after the game against Ukraine was interesting. Not in the immediate aftermath, but when you got to a day or two afterwards, <clears throat> and you listen to Scotland fans and media that cover Scotland regularly, and after the you know very important story around Ukraine as as has been been talked about, and Scotland are analysed a little bit more. 
It was such a disappointing performance from them. And, mm. you know, I think there was like palpable disappointment among, yeah, I get that. amongst Scotland followers, especially after yeah. how far they've come in the last year or two. Which is why I think, even though it is only the UEFA Nations League, I think I think that's good to get a, an immediate pick-me-up. Because you, you don't want to lose another one. And then suddenly and, there's a little bit of a and, dark cloud and, on And the, the reason I would, I would say, <clears throat> I would agree with your point, Marcus, about being a bit knee-jerky about Steve Clark, is if you look at their qualifying group for the World Cup... Mm. It was they actually did pretty well. Well, that's right, yeah. and I think that's where they are. I think they are the side who try and get through the playoffs. To come and, second in that group, finishing above Austria, not too yeah. far off Denmark, and beating Denmark as well. And by Denmark, the way, Denmark, mm. yeah, I mean Denmark, I think were already qualified at the time, but still, it's a it's a good result. It's a good win, yeah. Denmark are having a brilliant time at the moment. Mm. You know, we spoke about them the other day. Mm. Um, so I, I think that's where Scotland are. Scotland will inevitably, when they go to a qualifying group, they will inevitably go in for that second place. That's that's where and they're they off are. to Dublin this weekend, and that's a win. That is a win. Well, I tell you, because Ireland cannot buy a win in the Nations League. I, mean, I don't think they've won a single game, have they? I, I would frame their result as they only lost one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine actually played okay. Yeah, uh, they well, were decent, no. and it was again talking of um, sides of busy you know, bouncing back and getting uh, um, important results. You know, you could say that with um, Ukraine as well. <clears throat> a very second stringy Ukraine. Yes, yeah. yeah, indeed. By the way, before we move on to Scotland, something I just wanted to, to, to point out: the Armenia players thought that uh, McKenna had. Um, had 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 made it three goal a three nil in injury time mm. uh, in the first half when the referee didn't initially signal uh, for offside from a, from a header and their left back was so angry about this that he picked up a bottle from behind the goal and launched it towards the linesman uh, and the linesman didn't notice mm. this and was already running back to the halfway line and VAR didn't check it yeah I was like Phew. what are you saying that it should happen more often yes <laughs> if you can get away with it no I think I'm just a bit no, like he's got, he's, got, he's got to be punished for that I, do you know what yeah, I mean yeah he has to that is very that. naughty talking of discipline how about this chaps Serbia pipped Ukraine for qualification to the under 19 Euros this week based on their disciplinary record oh it counted back all the way to that yeah they were level on points goals and head to head records but they had 10 yellow cards to Ukraine's 13 Serbia margins, quali- Andy. Ser- margins. Serbia qualifying good behaviour. I you mean, there, there's a headline. Ukraine, <laughs> Ukraine must have been like, oh, Serbia, we'll be fine. Yeah. Gutting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gutting. Well, yeah, you've got to separate sides somehow. Yeah. yeah. More on that later when we go to South Africa. Um, but yes, uh, but, but with regards to <laughs> Ireland, uh, last word for them before we go for a break. Yeah, 10 competitive home games without a win, stretching back to June 2019. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 looking bleak. And old, old Kenny, when he came in there, he was trying to do something a little bit different and so on. I wonder how long it is till they get to the point where they think, you know, it's just not working. And mm. then what do you do? Because they got him in to try, like we've been trying to do this for a while. Yeah. Let's have a go at this. And when you kind of run out of ideas, that's that's not a great place and, to be. And, and if you look at... And you need then a big character to come I, in and try and galvanise And it. I do think that actually one of the key things to do as a manager or a coaching team of a, of a, nation, a nation the size of, say, Ireland, mm-hmm. is if you look back through the success they've had, however you want to term it as success, um it's because they've been able to be galvanised by a charismatic coach, I think. And if you look down their squad at the moment, yeah, fine, you've got one or two players there who aren't playing at the very highest level, but you've got quite a lot who are. And so it's probably not... The, the the quality in their squad mm. is not um, commensurate to the results they've had. But having said that, you know, for a wonder save from the goalkeeper off that Shane Duffy mm. header last night, and it's mm. one on you, it's a it's a different conversation. Sure. You know? Absolutely. So it's fine margins. Indeed, it is. All right, everybody, let's have a quick break. Ready to pop the question. 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, when we come to these places, you know, we are allowed to actually fight. We are allowed to actually try and win. That's all it was. You know? Not usually the managers, though. No, no, no. We just a couple of things. I said nothing, absolutely nothing that should be out the normal. It's just two managers fighting for their teams, wanting to win a game. There's nothing wrong with that. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. It's now time for emails. still through that yeah Andy, Andy I was going to say I, I, no, no what it is Marcus is the face you make during the spend bits <laughs> Andy I, I, what I would say is this you can sit there rolling your eyes and folding your arms all your life but that's the music you're going to be listening to when you're waiting to get your laptop back at that hotel because <laughs> that's what they play in the lobby pal so get used to it anyway Raul's been in touch they don't play that at the Holiday Inn <laughs> they play Hotel Motel Holiday yeah, Inn yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway Raul's been in touch this is Raul's moment not, okay. not ours yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we, we we, we must hand the baton of conversation <laughs> over to Raul, who says, uh, Hi guys, as a long-time listener, I was taken aback by the recent criticism of the quality of emails you've been receiving, so I'm throwing my hat into the ring. Ooh. Being an American, mm. it often takes me a bit of time and research to understand some of your Britishisms, but none has caught my attention as much as Marcus's, and this is Raul's words, not yeah, mine, yeah, yeah. Marcus's ejaculations Ooh. of, quote, <laughs> Gordon Bennett. Well, I nearly said it there. Yeah. Give, give him one, so... Gordon Bennett, Raul. Yeah. Imagine my surprise to discover there was really a Gordon Bennett in real life, but more importantly, there is a trophy named after him and what a trophy it is. Uh, and it is a very interesting looking trophy. It's like a cherub holding a kind of biplane, old fashioned biplane on the It's mountain. an absolute beauty, yeah. actually, that. Very that. good. I think it'd be a good Confederations Cup. 
It would be actually. Imagine that. Yeah. I'll tell you something. If that was a Nations League trophy. Everyone would be into it. If you ever go sure. like for a club tour of like a massive club, I'm thinking like Real Madrid, yeah. for example, of, of tour of the Bernabeu. You see all the trophies in mm. the Champions League, blah blah blah. But then you see like some of the older ones of like regional tournaments and stuff. Some of them are fantastic, like a yeah. big old sort of silver ship and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah something that's, cool. that's as tall as a player, like the Stanley yeah. Cup. Stanley Cup. Oh man! Yeah. I mean, they, anyway, they, they do they do love a trophy in there. I mean, they actually claimed Michael Owen's Ballon d'Or as their own. Didn't Definite, they? Blimey. Definite. Blimey. Back to Raul though. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't want Michael Owen having it, so it's fine for him to have it. Anyway, yeah, Raul. This trophy. Anyway, Raul picks up the story and says this trophy was awarded to the winner of an annual aeroplane race, Ooh. and it currently resides in the Aero Club de France in Paris. And this got me thinking: with the profusion of Ramble games, it seems obvious that a trophy should be given to the Rambler who wins the most games in a calendar year. And I nominate Andy to be in charge of the admin. Well, that's your first mistake, Raul. Yeah. He left his laptop at a hotel today. So, uh, my modest proposal is that the winner of the I most games. I get to keep the trophy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It'll Raul, never leave his house. Raul, have a trophy yeah. than a laptop. Um, he says, uh, like Raul finishes by saying um, his proposal is that the winner of the most games be awarded the Gordon Bennett trophy. Yeah. But in order for this to happen, it needs to be acquired. You know where this is going. The entire Ramble crew uh, cooks up and executes an Ocean's Eleven style heist, nicks the trophy, and each year it takes the place of honour on someone's, again, probably Andy's mantelpiece. Yeah. I'll leave it to you to argue over who gets to be Brad Pitt in this scenario. Um, I would happily send Andy and Pete over to Paris to get that trophy and steal it. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be the kind of decoy by being like, I'm a serious journalist and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And Pete could just nip in there with a pair of gloves on. Like, like, the, <laughs> like, the, um, like a little acrobat guy in Ocean's Eleven who hides in the, um, hides in the trolleys. Oh, yeah. yeah, Pete, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete would be a, a disastrous version of that guy. Like he'd do his back in and, you know. The trolley would, he would be in the trolley, but the trolley would be inside and the door would be yeah. shut and he wouldn't be able to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Am I George Clooney in all this, or is Andy because he's greyer? I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> a- any of my friends at any point says, am I George Clooney in all this? <laughs> I'm not going to comment. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, Sharpfootrabble.com. Oh, there we go. Right, everybody. Uh, let's talk about some transfer business. Alex Lacazette has officially rejoined Leon, Andy. Woo. Near, far, wherever <laughs> you are. It's Andy this morning. Yeah. <laughs> the big man's back. You know what? I was so distracted by his press conference because it was quite an early press conference. Yeah. That's what made me leave my stuff in the hotel. Oh, room. really? Yeah. Are you Winslet and this is DiCaprio? <laughs> 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 or are you, the, are you the guy that Winslet was set up with? Oh, what? Uh, Billy Zane? Yeah, Billy Zane. Billy Zane, yeah. No, little slug. Not little slug of a man. <laughs> Not Phantom. Yeah, because he's like Billy Zane and, and Lacazette's Winslet, but Winslet don't want him. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Right, you fuckers. Either way, you're, <laughs> you're all drowning. Uh, Although they don't drown, do they? Kate Winslet and Billy Zane don't drown. They don't drown. What, what, what you'll find, I think, from the, the chat during the press conference, I mean, it's something we flagged on OTC hmm. last week. Lacazette and Toliso. On OTC now, Pat. Coming back to Leon. It's Thursday. What are you yeah, about? That's true, actually. He's coming up again. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's funny in the in the press conference, um, Lacazette said he was he was pushing to get Toliso to to come back because of course he's he's a free agent as well. So I would say that Lacazette is DiCaprio, Toliso is Winslet. Okay, right. Okay. Although that's a beautiful love story. I think so. What's the food? Is the food thing thing still good in Lyon? Oh yeah, yeah. It's been for four hundred years. What's that to say. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying it gave, these things ebb and flow. They do ebb and flow. Well, it is oh, constantly it, brought to my attention that they've won nothing since I left. Okay, right. There so we go. it could be. It could be you know, they, they they could all be eating kebabs right now, couldn't they? It could be. Mind you, the city has seen Wales play in the semi-final there, Andy. Yeah, we were there. Great news! Great news for Arsenal fans, by the way. That Alexander Lacazette will almost certainly one of our producers, mm-hmm. Rory, who's an Arsenal fan. 
he was just sat at the end of the table in the meeting earlier going, I know he's going to score loads of goals. I just know as soon as he goes, he's going to score loads of goals and they're going to get... They're going to have amazing success. And I'm going win to, the Europa League. Yeah, at some point, <laughs> Arsenal are going to be there in ninth in the Premier League with yeah. no striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll beat Arsenal in the Conference League. Yeah, but like yeah, that. that's basically that, it, right? That, that's what's going yeah. to happen there. But it's a good, I mean, he loves Leon, right? So he was. He had to be convinced quite heavily to actually move from there in the first place, right? Yeah, they've been working on him for a, a little bit. I mean, he's, he's playing for half the money that he played uh, at Arsenal. Yeah, so that's the, it's, that's the Premier League for it's, you. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a choice of the heart. But they're about to be um, taken over, actually, by American ownership. Cool, mm. interesting. Uh, George Gillette's son. Oh, really? Taylor. Is, wow. Is, could, is could about to way. become majority shareholder there. My goodness, eh? Mm. Blimey, all right. I was really trying to get a joke in about the heart of the ocean, that big stone in the Titanic. When really? You said there's hearts in Leon. Oh, you see, I was, going for, I was thinking about Gillette and saying, you know, apparently there was a bidding one, it was a close shave or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Leon's the best, the best Alex can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you are, you see. You they know, should yeah. be paying for that presence oh, on I, here. I know. Don't <laughs> give them any more. No, I think Gillette that. raises a shit. Yeah. There you go, balanced. But we like Harry's because they at least give us they, some money. They have done. There the we are. And we're open to more of that, Harry's. Uh, it's I'd... not a man called Harry who's just giving you the money uh, well yeah. <laughs> that's how I got mine yeah. um, <laughs> uh, Bayern Munich uh, have had a second offer for Sadio Mane rejected oh, that, that was super generous the second time weren't they yeah they, they bid 30 million pounds mm. a million oh, pounds for I, every year can, can I just say yeah. that, that, champ, that, that those add-ons are amazing mm. they, it's like an absolute piss take of add-ons yeah right? so go on then well I, I really want to I'm just very passionate <laughs> about it as you can tell for those listening who don't know this mm. the, the the total deal that Bayern Munich offered Liverpool for Sadio Mane, who's of course in the last year, going into the last year of his contract, he's, he's thirty, and he's thirty years old. It was thirty million pounds, mm. but when you break it down, mm. it's actually I think twenty three and a half million pounds, and the six and a half million add-ons are only payable if they win three Champions Leagues and Sadio Mane wins three Ballon d'Ors. <laughs> yeah. He's already 30. I mean, it's just like... I'd rather not have the add-ons. Yeah. It's an insult. It is an insult. I mean, look, there's there's a real chance that they could win the Champions League. Three times, mm, there's... Okay, I'll even stretch it. There's a slight chance he might win a Ballon d'Or. Three of the buggers? No way. Some say yeah. Hassan Salahamazic doesn't know what he's doing. Or some say he, they do, he does, and they, he's hoping he that, knows exactly uh, what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. and that, and that uh, they don't read the small print. Yeah, thirty million adult. Yeah, far, I'm sure that'll happen. He's a good player, a good team. Unreal. Good luck to you. Do you think and, he'll go? I, I think he's Andy. Sorry, are you asking me or Andy? Uh, well, I'll put it to the floor. I was going to give you Andy's opinion. Yeah, go on. You got both. Best do, of both please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it in a funny voice because Andy's. <laughs> <laughs> People say we sound like anyway, so it's not much I can do. Whatever people say we sound like, I always say, well, if it sounds like they know what they're talking about, it's normally there Andy. There we go. Um, if it's devastatingly funny, hey. it's normally Andy. Uh, what I was going to say was that you guys talked really interestingly, I thought a few weeks ago about on OTC, about this phenomenon of um, players winding down their contracts, which almost apes what they've been doing for some time now in like American sports. Right? Yes. And it gives the player a lot of flexibility, a lot of options. And obviously a chance to earn a lot more money because there's no transfer fee involved. You mm. can try and, they can try and almost like parlay that into their own wages, right? And if you're Mane and if you're Salah, yeah, with apologies to Liverpool fans, you can understand why they'd want to do something like that. And I think the way modern mm. football is, I don't think you'd get anything less out of Mar- um, Mane or Salah if they're in that situation. I, th- I think I think that's absolutely right, Luke, because I think if you look at... I don't think of course you do, it's I, your I, opinion. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think this particularly pertains to Mane because I think he will go this summer despite right, okay. Bayern making a massive bollocks of this so far just as they've made a massive bollocks of the, the, the Lewandowski situation I think when I've, I've heard people talk about Lewandowski it has to be now or never I, it's like why? Can they not get Lewandowski? Like, like because, can they not get Mane if they don't get rid of Lewandowski then? No no I, I don't think the two things are related oh, right, I, okay. I, I just think when you look at 
Lewandowski, the the idea that it's, it's, it's going to be ruinous to him if he can't go this year, I don't buy that at all. Right. I mean, he's still improving. Mm. His age is almost like an abstract <clears throat> concept. And I feel the same thing with Salah and Mane. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I wonder how things will change in terms of, you know, Liverpool thinking and clubs in general thinking, how many years can we offer a player that's over 30? I think because players are lasting longer, players are keeping themselves in better nick to a to a later stage. And in many cases, for forward players, improving in their 30s, yeah. not just maintaining their condition. I don't think clubs can use that thing of, he's 30, we're mm. not going to give him the bag anymore. Yeah. Well, chaps, staying with, with Liverpool, mm. they're reportedly prepared to smash their transfer record with a bid for Darwin Nunes, which uh, some are saying could be managed replacement. Well, do you, briefly, Andy, do you, think, do you think he would cut the mustard? If... I think I, he would be great in the Premier League. Mm. I just wonder if there's a little bit of Fernando Torres about him. And I've wondered that for, Early a, or later. for a while. Well, both. Because I think he would arrive here and be brilliant straight away. He's bustling. He's strong. He can run the channels. His hold-up play's improved. Mm-hmm. Scored a lot of goals, obviously. Gone along at more than a goal a game uh, last season and scored goals in the Champions League. But what he does is such a high-impact style. I wonder if the Premier League is equally a blessing and a curse for him. Mm-hmm. And Fernando Torres, like quite self-consciously talked about that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He said, the Premier League has made me as good as I am, but my body can't stand it. And I, I kind of wonder that about Nunez. I don't see him like coming over here and like being able to play in the Premier League for, for 10 years. The way he plays is so taxing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it would be tough for him. Well, he would dazzle us certainly because Klopp said of him, an extremely good looking boy, huh? Benfica value him at 100 million euros, um, yeah. and uh, Manchester United are reportedly interested, <laughs> and so are Fulham yeah. and Portsmouth. Um, so Portsmouth, Chuck, listen, you've gone too far there. Portsmouth are only interested in signing exclusively players they used to have when they're in League Two on loan. That's there it. We are. You've got to start somewhere, haven't you? Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, elsewhere, uh, let's go to Everton. James Tarkovsky is verbally said agreed. James Tarkovsky yes. to his family. <laughs> <laughs> he's verbally agreed terms with Everton yeah. um, uh, he's one of a lot of Burnley players who are of course out of contract at the end of the month um, can I play this is, this is what he said to his agent can I please play back in the Premier League mm. without moving house and the agent went I'll see what I can do yeah again Google can Maps. I still play in the Premier League and have a horrible commute to go with it <laughs> yeah I guess <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well speaking of Burnley Vincent Company could be announced as their manager next week who's going to be his assistant Craig Bellamy. We've got to be endorsing that, surely. I mean, if Sean Dyche is talking about fighting other managers... Did you see that video? Vincent Company's clearly got his little attack dog there. Definitely. I would love to see the return of the angry assistant manager. But he doesn't need him. Did you not see that video that that did the rounds? It kind of... It was was knocking about Mm. maybe a few weeks ago because he's just finished managing Anderlecht, right? Yeah. And um, it was a a post-match video of him in the dressing room dressing down the players because they had a poor result. I I didn't see this. I I don't remember what the result was. But um, it was frightening. Yeah, <laughs> and I've interviewed Vincent Company, yes. and he is frightening. Oh, but... he doesn't need Bellum, but I think no. It's, but also, like, does he the, the the sort of silly scraps? He don't want to be getting involved in that. Did you he, need, t- yeah. Save him for the big, like, the big battles. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So I get Bellamy. Like, so he's take... like his Richard Hammond. Yeah. <laughs> like his yeah. Richard Hammond. A yeah. violent Richard Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. 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 So there we are. Uh, I, I, I think we should be endorsing of all of that kind of behaviour. <laughs> I think 
company and Bellamy in, in the championship is an amazing thing. Oh, totally. What a combo. Yeah. I think it's really interesting because a few like decent Bundesliga clubs mm. have asked about Vincent Company. Right. And yeah, he's going to Burnley. He's probably still got a nice house around there as well, is he? Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah. Probably doesn't probably just wants to stay there. Yeah, exactly. Probably thinks if I do if I did the business here, get um get Burnley promoted again. But that's that's yeah. easier said than done, surely. Well, I know it is. I've supported a team who've been in the championship for a long, long time. And not at the moment, but they have been. I know exactly how hard it is, but I'm not sure Vincent Company does. And maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he thinks it's great. England, England's the place I, to be. I just I just wonder how you make yourself look good in that job. I mean, maybe he's been told something. Maybe the financial projections at Burnley are not quite as bleak as have been feared. Because I, I just wonder why you would go into that job knowing how difficult it's, it's going to be. Andy, like, if he, does, if he doesn't get promoted... It, it doesn't look good. Okay, let me, let me say this. So, so we've, we've talked a bit about fighting there. We've, we've projected that on them um, just because we know what Bellamy's like. When I, when I tell you that Carlo Ancelotti has apparently been phoning Blackburn Rovers to tell them to consider his former assistant, Duncan Ferguson, for their managerial vacancy. Who's reported right. that? Uh, people. I don't think that's happened. Right. Well, I, do you want Duncan Ferguson to be managing in the championship and come up against Vincent Company and Craig Bell. I see what you're doing. Right. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about what I said earlier. <laughs> I also want Duncan Ferguson to be making the the phone call to convince someone to do something rather than Carlo Ancelotti. Duncan Ferguson's um, <laughs> messages of praise are the most terrifying thing you can imagine. Exactly. So imagine, I mean, it's, it's crazy. That's my host, eh? But, <laughs> but you, you're going to come and have a go at Bell, isn't it? Like everybody else. <laughs> see what happens, eh? <laughs> what do you think of that, eh? Do you, do you, you better think... get their fucking results. <laughs> do you think, Duncan, that, even that frightened me a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon Duncan gets a bad a bad rap on this show? Do you reckon he's actually got more to him than that? Because he's been hanging around at no, the I top think, level I for think, a long time. I think we've been fair to, to okay. Duncan Ferguson. Is it, would, you, would you be happy to repeat that if Duncan was here? Uh, I wouldn't be here if he was here. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is the most terrifying man in football. The reason I'm saying it's not happened is because Carlo Ancelotti's just won the Champions League with Real Madrid. <laughs> think of the scenario. He's on holiday at the moment. Cigar got a cigar on. on, yeah. Think of the scenario. Someone Does he call for you at the bar? Can you call Blackburn Rovers for him and just big up Duncan Ferguson? It's just quite an abstract request. Ancelotti strikes me as the type of man who doesn't have a mobile phone because yeah. he just doesn't care. Unless, it, unless Duncan said to him, and they're pals because they've worked together before, yeah. You know, do me a favour here. Yeah. You know. Uh, maybe. Do you, what, do you think he's... What, is he threatened Ancelotti? No, nah, you wouldn't think We that. think even Carlo is scared of... I think, I think Carlo is, is, is on a very, very fancy beach somewhere and he's having a pina colada. Mm -hmm. and Which is the fucking... The absolute emperor of, uh, yeah. of cocktails, by the yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> so there he is, right? And somebody is maybe a Blackburn Rovers fan and uh, as, as, as he bumped into him and said, all right, chat, chat, chat. And then and he said, oh, we need a new manager. And he said, do you know what? I'll do, I'll, there's Duncan a phone at the bar. Yeah. Let me just, let me phone a couple of people. I'm in, Why not? I'm, I'm in Spain. I don't want Duncan anywhere near me. Get me to be Blackburn. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Even slightly further away, probably yeah. geographically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we are. Right, everybody. All of that chat on the podcast there you've just heard was it was all just it was just preamp before we get to this uh, we go to Africa now do you remember back in 2013 a match a match fixing scandal in Nigeria one of the last day of the season two scorelines read 79 nil and 67 that police machine police machine the, one of the, when we were calling out for highlights from our 15 year anniversary oh, that's that, in there that got got a lot of uh, got a lot of responses as, as it? it should do as it should do so 79 yes. nil so we <laughs> it's a North London derby next year. <laughs> Um, so we, we go further south in, in Africa to South Africa yeah conveniently named um, Marcus Marcus Andy switched off yeah there's nothing in this room is there <laughs> checking his text sorry uh, mate, you, well, you sit this one out 
Four clubs have been banned for life from the fourth tier of South African football. Who's life, by the way? I do. Oh, they're clubs. Yeah, that's a, tr- that's yeah. a good point, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you negotiate the, lo- the youngest living one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that's an excellent right, one. We just need to knock him off and then we'll be back again. Yeah, you can't be, you can't be banned, for, like, banned forever. Yeah, must be. Chucked out. See you later. Bye. Club must be folded. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this is after some questionable activity. Questionable. Questionable implies that there might be an explanation that we could, we just haven't thought of. Well, hang on. Some people don't know, don't know the, the, the nuts and bolts of this story. Yeah. yeah. Matayasi FC played uh, Shivulani Dangerous Tigers. <laughs> sorry, they were, no, they didn't play it. They were battling it out for the title yeah. of this season. But can I just say, sorry to cut in again, yeah. ten, 10 bullet points this story oh, yeah. on the run and order. Yeah. <laughs> it's more than all the other run and order put together. Anyway, it's a £100 million player Liverpool might sign. But anyway. Yeah, whatever. Uh, okay. Trap yourself in. <laughs> Uh, Dangerous Tigers were ahead on goal difference, plus 16. Yeah. Right. That's decent. Yeah. You've got to go some to overturn that. <laughs> comfy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, com- extremely comfy. Good night's sleep the night before. Uh, big, big time. Yeah. On the penultimate day of the season, third in the league, Nasami Mighty Birds played Dangerous Tigers. And they claimed the referee for their game was associated with Dangerous Tigers. Yeah. The coach said, we scored four goals, but all of them were disallowed by the referee. <laughs> and they hit the side netting, and the referee said it was a goal. It's good to see Mike Dean back in work. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what's Clattenburg doing these days? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, when we reported the matter to the South African Football Association, we were told that the referee's decision is final. Yeah. Then we go to the final day of the season. Yeah. And this is where thick suspicions are aroused. Yeah. That's very much the, uh, the the bit of action before the opening credits, isn't it? <laughs> if you watched it as a TV show, they, the, the credits would come in. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Some will say, do you need... A, d- 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 I need to see that little sequence before yeah, the game. definitely, you do. Well, yeah, yeah, but I think if you just watch the, the, yeah. the last day of the season, it now, should. Now on to the questionable bit. The Dangerous Tigers, they played uh, Kotoyoko Happy Boys, and they beat them 33-1. <laughs> One. Yeah, sorry. They'll never suspect a thing. Well, <laughs> they've learned from police let, machine, haven't let they? Go goal up. 79 nil. It's too obvious. <laughs> 33 1. How was the one? Like, yeah. what, was that a set play? Get the ball. Penalty. Get the ball. Yeah. Get the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Take the kick off. <laughs> There's still 20 minutes left. Indeed. But Matiazzi, the other team in the title race, they improved on this because they needed to. Yeah. 59 1. 59 1. Against who? Mighty birds, yeah. My, the burned, the burned birds. How many of, of uh, Nasami? How many own goals were there? Mark? Apparently, there were forty-one own goals scored in the match. Again, questionable. Possibly a record, Andy. Yeah. See, until you get to the own goals bit, I'm thinking, is there an explanation? Mm. Lasagna, perhaps one of those like dodgy lasagna, like happened to Spurs. It could be. It could yeah. be. Well, it's thought that they conspired against the Dangerous Tigers after the refereeing the week before. It's thought. <laughs> it, 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 I can't well I've got food poisoning oh, what's the main symptoms uh, just scoring loads of own goals <laughs> <laughs> apparently both teams had met in March where it had been 2-1 uh, Matiazzi against Mighty Birds and a 2 all draw between Dangerous Tigers and the Happy Boys yeah. so just to, just to say that you know that the, the it, it, it's an outstanding result no matter how you look at it everybody uh, fourth place uh, Guala Classic have been handed the title with the three teams above them all banned Happy Boys and Mighty Birds are expected to face further the sanctions too because some of the Happy Boys players left the pitch during their 33-1 win taking them down to seven men 
A 33-1 defeat, that would have been. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'd be one of one of the four, like, get out of here, lads. Yeah. Apparently in the other game, a referee sent off four players, so they could go down. Like a Jose Maria handshake before the final exactly, whistle. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on the 59-1 uh, defeat, uh, the Mighty Birds coach said the players' minds were not on the game because even if they'd won, they knew it wasn't going to help them in any way. I tried as a coach to push them, but it was difficult. There was nothing I could do. <laughs> <laughs> Sacked in the morning, sunshine. If you yeah. cannot inspire your side to not lose 59-1. Yeah then there's something wrong. There, yeah, is, there is absolutely something wrong. I should say, though, actually, when I said it's surely a record, well, actually, having doing a bit of digging around, um, there was an occasion, uh, the most outstanding result from African football came in Madagascar in 2002, when AS Adema beat their arch rivals Stad Olympic 149 nil. <laughs> and the numbers here, so yeah, I cut in. 149. The numbers are staggering. Yeah. Because if you look at the average amount of time the ball's in play, yeah. it's about 55 minutes. I know. That's a goal every 36 it's, seconds. It's incredible. Like, that's, that's, that's some achievement. You know Actually. when you're saying about taking the ball out of the neck, net and running back, yeah. you, don't, you don't normally associate that with the winning side. No. Well, apparently in that game, Andy, back in 2002, um, which was in a, in a in the top league, by the way, that was, it was due to a refereeing decision that Stad Olympic disagreed with, so they repeatedly scored own goal after own goal in anger. As the BBC article noted, Adema's players simply stood around looking bemused as their opponent self-destructed. It's a weird process, isn't it? <laughs> Just punching yourself in the face repeatedly. You like this referee? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. See what you've done? Oh, my goodness well Andy I mean I just love the names of some of the teams Dangerous Tigers I would love to play for the Dangerous Tigers great well you can't Andy they've been banned for life oh, can they have a Phoenix club can Tigers yeah. have a Phoenix club AFC Dangerous Tigers yeah. <laughs> less Dangerous Tigers maybe yeah. less dodgy Tigers I don't know but there we are everybody nice to uh... nice to end on a good one yeah exactly yeah. people T- say the end of the season end of the season rubbish exactly yeah look at those kind of score lines yeah. oh my goodness you can't take your eyes off it what a lot of goals value for money people want a lot of goals in games do you well, want that many well, yeah, yeah. I want every Premier League game to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have to wait because we're still in international football, baby. I know. Tonight we've got Portugal versus Czech Republic, Switzerland versus Spain, Kosovo versus Northern Ireland. Some tasty ones in there, Andy. Yeah, which the, one has the, you won't be able to watch? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm in Portugal, obviously. Yeah. Oh, which, yeah. which game would you watch if you were able to? The Portugal one. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Andy, Switzerland, Spain? Uh, I'm Luke. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> the listeners don't yeah. know that, though, no, do they? I just, I, I close my eyes. I can just <laughs> your voices, uh, Luke. I'll, I would, I would, I will happily, and I probably will do this. Mm-hmm. Um, fight tooth and nail to just get UEFA to let me watch something. Yeah. Um, I'll probably watch Portugal Czech Republic though actually yeah good choice mm. excellent choice all right everybody um, oh we've got a little uh, bit of news for you later this month we are releasing two special episodes to mark the Rambles 15th anniversary so you might have seen on our Twitter feed and Insta that we want to hear from you whether you're a long term listener or only a few weeks in tell us your favourite moment from the show and we'll be uh, reliving some of your picks yeah. how about that should be a, should be a hoot Everybody, yeah. looking forward to that. There we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. And Andy, it's been a pleasure. As always, Luke Moore, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Good luck with your laptop. Andy. Everybody, it's been a pleasure. See you guys, and uh, we'll see you very, very soon. Ta-ta. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.